how's it going? Well, Jesse, I woke up to some unfortunate news. Oh no! What happened? I was uh, blocked out of Twitter this morning. I was I was blocked and reported. Oh, uh, oh! I thought you meant like something bad. This is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah. So. Uh, I found out this morning that I was suspended from Twitter uh, because I had some apparently like a problematic tweet and I had to delete the tweet before they would let me back in. And the tweet that that the, the problematic tweet was um, I had to delete it so I don't have a record of it. But it was basically like somebody a few months ago or a few weeks ago, somebody, some like public health expert said that we should stop using the term monkeypox because it's stigmatizing. And I quote tweeted him and I said, he's right. We should start using the term homopox. I thought that as a member of the homosexual pox community, I was allowed to say such things, but apparently not on Twitter. There's no, like, force field for that. Um, and so what I think is going on is that people have been crawling through my tweets trying to find something, to something, anything to report to – I think, like, Keffel's fucking army has listened to our show or maybe not listened to our show and they're mad about it and they want to find some way to get me off of Twitter – and I have to say, please succeed. I really, really need to do something else with my life. I was going to say, I completely support this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that was if, like, that's the worst thing that they could find. I think I'm doing pretty good. So in terms of the positionality question of whether you're allowed to tweet that, when you t- at the moment you tweeted that, how many sores did you have? I always have a minimum of seven. So I think it's a fair game. Oh, you're yeah. good. Did you explain that to Twitter? Is that why they I tried to. Did you send them a photo? You sent them yes, a photo? Yes, just all of my sores. I have a Dropbox. I just sorted them the Dropbox link. Yeah. Katie, what is the name of this increasingly pus-covered podcast? This is Blocked and Reported, and I'm Katie Herzog. And I'm Jesse Single, and we have a lot to get to today. Uh, we'll be back to our standard hilarious top of the episode banter soon. You don't think that was hilarious? That was funny. Okay. Was- you don't think that was as good as five seconds of silence? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I want to talk to you about that, by the way. We've got got some shit to work out at the top of this podcast. So first, a scheduling note. We're releasing this on Tuesday, September 13th. This is part two of a two-parter. If you haven't heard part one yet, none of this will make any sense and you might go crazy. So you don't want to do that. We don't want to be responsible for that. So yeah, listen to part one first. And because we're releasing two episodes this week or probably closer to three in terms of the overall length, uh, we're not going to be back with another free episode until Monday, September 26th. So please do not email us asking where your episode is. Or if you have to, email Katie, not me. Yeah, my uh, my email is jesse.r.single at gmail.com. No comment. If you're a pr- if you're <laughs> Does a that premium- count as a docs? Yeah, you just literally harassed my whole family. <laughs> There's 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 emails in that account from my family, so you just dox my family. <laughs> if you're a premium subscriber, you will have some fresh content during this period. Blockedreport.org to become a primo. There's a great episode on the hashtag van life that Katie led. That's in our shared drive. I just haven't had the time to edit yet because of the madness of the past uh, however many days. That out it's of the way. You're talking about the Queen's death, right? Because of the Queen's death, I've been overwhelmed. None of us have been able to uh, get anything done. It is so tragic when a 96-year-old woman dies. It's so unexpected. Uh, before we jump into the meat of this second part, I just want to clarify and I guess pseudo-correct a couple things from the last episode. First, uh, someone posted the following to Reddit after our last episode referring to the way I described Keffel's attempts to get Cloudflare to drop Kiwi Farms. Quote, Jesse's answer on Cloudflare was bad. The reason I like they went already. after I know. It's off to a good start. He's a piece of shit. No. 
The reason they went after Cloudflare rather than the host is that there are a million hosting sites out there. If you get the host to drop Kiwi Farms, they'll find a new host the same day and you'll be playing whack-a-mole for eternity. Uh, DDoS, that's Distributed Denial of Service Protection, has a lot fewer providers. You'll do more damage to the site by going after the service that's harder to replace. And sure enough, without Cloudflare, Kiwi Farms has had a really hard time staying up, uh, at least in you know regular websites rather than the dark web. Okay, that makes sense. My bad for not explaining that better. It was Katie's fault. Uh, also, <laughs> I left out a little bit of context from Keffel's false claim about Destiny having stealthed someone. Uh, there was a clip of her saying she refuses to apologize for that unless he apologizes for something first. He doesn't agree he did the thing he's being demanded an apology of, blah, blah, blah. We're going to breeze right past this, but I'll drop a link in the show notes. It's just another like example of her taking an explicitly transactional approach to basic morality and honesty. That'll be near the top of the show notes if you're curious. Also, I just want to be clear. I, I, I might be being paranoid here. Someone wrote in about it. I just want to be clear about exactly what happened with the firearms the cops had when they showed up at Keffel's place in London. I added language to the last episode show notes just to be 100% sure that we're treating the incident fairly. Keffel's initial version of the story in which she woke up with an assault rifle in her face is false. But to be clear, uh, everyone agrees firearms were displayed and Keffel's told Vice that when she got out of the house, like when they summoned her out, uh, she saw a cop, quote, crouched down behind a riot shield with an assault rifle perched on top of the shield. Again, that's in the show notes. We can quibble about like whether it was even pointed at her, but there were there were weapons there that wasn't wasn't made up. Uh, sure, it's the point is like that's going to be fucking scary. It, even if she lied about the exact nature of it, still absolutely. Scary. Yeah, getting swatted sucks. People shouldn't be swatted. I yeah, just, fucked up. I'm going to stop swatting you so often. Uh, also, everyone but Jesse shouldn't be swatted. Anyone but bad people. The bad with the right, bad people, bad it's people. okay. That's but fine. They, we Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, of course. Also, we we misunderstood the way her GoFundMe worked. Uh, she didn't start by asking for $100,000. I think I was a little hedgy on this anyway, but she did initially ask for a much smaller amount and she kept raising it as as those amounts were met. I found a uh, archive page that's also in the show notes. Uh, also on the word Troon, people just pointed out that Troon is a mix of trans and goon. Goons were the denizens of the Something Awful Forum, so that's where the term comes from. Mm. I did get my definition right from Urban Dictionary. Some people were saying it's less about like whether they're faking it for clout um, and more just generally derogatory, but whatever. Uh, one more big correction, Katie. This was a major error on your end. As you alluded to, we said there'd be a five-second silence for the queen at the start of the episode and that I'd eventually explain to you why we needed it. When you send me the episode to post, I noticed there were only three seconds of silence. <laughs> three seconds of silence for a woman who was surely a five-second queen. Do you to, want to do the five seconds now? Well, no. What happened was I meant to change this, but I forgot. And I put the episode up with, the, <laughs> with your error, and then a couple people complained. So I went back into the file, made sure the silence was five seconds, and I re-uploaded it. You did so not. I'm, I did. I'm sorry to those who wrote in complaining. We only oh honored God. the queen for three seconds. We owe you two seconds. Should we just do the two seconds now? No, we should not. On also, the count of a lot of people have some have some like the way they listen to their podcast, it automatically cuts out silence. So some people got zero silence. We owe you two seconds. We apologize greatly. Uh, Jesse okay. apologizes. Yes. Uh, Wait, before we move on, Jesse, I also have a correction. Uh-oh. Okay, so in our last episode, I corrected something from our previous episode, which was the name of a particular sex act. Um, we I had called something a daisy chain regarding, re, like, relying on an article from Men's Health. 
a reader wrote in and said that wasn't a Daisy Kane. It was a Lucky Pierre. And then I got another correction from another listener. Sorry, Katie, you're going to have to issue another correction. Lucky Pierre isn't a sex act. The Lucky Pierre is what you call the guy in the middle giving and receiving of a three-person sex act. So we still don't actually know the name of the sex act, but a Lucky Pierre is the, the fella in the middle. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I this whole episode relies on like a deep dive into a Byzantine internet controversy involving like fake identities. We can pull that off, but we cannot like pronounce a famous, <laughs> pr- pronounce JK whatever's name. We uh, don't know what a Lucky Pierre is. We don't know what a Daisy Chain is. I, it's really no. bad. Yeah, just very sheltered over here. On a more serious note, I before we get into this, I just, I want to... I wasn't sure how to address this suicide claim, to be honest. Let me just read Keffel's tweet again. Julie Terryberry, Chloe Segal, and David Near Ginder were targets of severe online harassment from Kiwi Farms and took their own lives as a result of it. So I said I'd talk about it in the last episode. I thought about it some more, and I'm going to just sort of be brief about it and basically not talk about it. I have some familiarity with one of the cases, and I know a little bit about the others. All I'll really say is that what Keffels is saying is a vast oversimplification. That's both because suicide is not monocausal and shouldn't be treated as such. Like it's it's just bad to treat it as monocausal because there's some potential for contagion. But also like these were incredibly troubled people involved in very complicated situations. One of the suicide victims killed herself by lighting herself on fire. And a witness said that before she died, she said she was doing it because of homelessness and mental health issues. She'd also been involved in a fraudulent fundraiser in 2013 that made her controversial. Of course, anyone's life can be worsened by being featured on Kiwi Farms or dragged on any social media outlet, for that matter. Uh, And of course, if someone's already dealing with stuff, like online harassment could exacerbate their suicide risk. But these cases are more complicated, and they just shouldn't be used as ammo in a war against a website. I, I, I promise you we can come up with instances of like every major social media platform harassment campaigns that are in some way or another linked to suicide, you know? Yeah. And so one of those cases in particular, David Near Ginder, I have read online that there's some question about whether or not he's even dead. Yeah. So Near goes by they. And yes, there's a big conspiracy theory on Kiwi Farms that Near, who is based in Japan, isn't dead. Uh, I talked to one guy who filled me in on a little bit of backstory involving this Byzantine drama involving money and video game emulation. That's basically software that allows a computer to simulate an old video game console like Nintendo or Super Nintendo. I feel a little bit icky even drawing attention to a rumor like this, but it does appear that there's some degree of mystery and uncertainty around uh, Nier's death. I'm going to post a link to Kiwi Farms owner Joshua Moon's arguments about this, which include what he says when it was an extortion attempt on Nier's part. Moon says Nier wanted Nier's Kiwi Farms page taken down, and he said to Moon, I will pay you $120,000 to take it down, and if you don't accept the money, I will kill myself. Moon turned that down, and while there are plenty of reasons to dislike Moon, like you, you can't really extort someone into doing what you want by saying you'll attempt suicide. On the other side of this, Margaret Pless, who knows a lot about Kiwi Farms and wrote an article about the site and its history for New York Magazine's website in 2016, she said on Twitter, quote, Near disappeared from the internet where he kept his whole life and his friends and employers say he's dead. Kiwi Farmers have a really good reason to deny Near is dead. His last communications blame Kiwi Farms for driving him to suicide. So I think the odds are on Near being dead and Kiwi Farms is spinning it like they often do to make their victims seem unreliable and freaked out over nothing. At some point, I'm going to look more into this because it's a really messed up internet controversy, and that's sort of my thing. 
folks can email me if they have more information, but there's just a lot of missing context either way from the idea that Nier was just sort of doing fine and then Kiwi Farms targeted him and then he killed himself. A lot of other stuff was going on. You made a good point. Look at Facebook, look at Twitter. You can like Google suicide in these platforms and you can find stories where people were harassed, they were dogpiled, and then they killed themselves. And there's some pretty famous ones. John Ronson did a, an entire podcast about a porn star who was dogpiled on Twitter and she later killed herself. But again, it's just it's these things are always more complicated. Yeah, that was one of the themes of, of that. Uh, what was it called? Something August? The last days of August, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the themes. Like, can you really attribute this to online bullying? To one, or was to, other to stuff one cause, on? yeah. To one cause, yeah. Um, yeah, so suicide remains complicated. On a much lighter note, and the final part of this lengthy preamble, I need to make a confession, Katie. What's that? After yesterday's episode went up, some people got mad on Twitter. Not surprising. One of them was like a pretty well-known online activist who has a very angry, very online fan base. This led to the following exchange. First, someone tweeted at this activist, quote, single 69 was his old account, meaning my old Kiwi Farms account. <laughs> Nuked it nearer the start of this month. 100, 125 people like this, Katie. The, act, the activist responds, I legitimately can't tell if this is a joke, lol. Then an account called This Hammer Smashes Kiwi Farms chimes in. Not a joke, but slightly incorrect. It was Jay Single 69. Nice. I, uh, I looked up the person, This Hammer Smashes Kiwi Farms, and what they do is they find big media types who haven't been mad enough at Kiwi Farms in their estimation, and they just accuse them of they must be a Kiwi Farms member because they don't hate Kiwi Farms enough. Mm-hmm. So they use the fact that they supposedly uncovered my name to threaten these other journalists. So like, here's, here's what this person said to Ryan Grimm. So what was your Kiwi Farms account name, Ryan? We already have Jesse Singles, Single 69 If you can't remember, that's okay. There's bound to be a dump of the user database somewhere, given how many sketchy web hosts Nils had to use in the last week. Uh, he tweeted something very similar to Connor Friedersdorf, friend of the pod. So what was your Kiwi Farms username? We already know singles was jsingle69. Um, Katie, this is a pretty embarrassing moment for me. When I set up my account jsingle69 on Kiwi Farms, I didn't think there was any way anyone would crack it. Oh, yeah. Like there are so many layers of security in that username and at the time, there just didn't seem like any conceivable way anyone would connect it to me. For example, it has the number 69 right there in it. 69 is the sex number. But as I've been clear on this podcast, and I mention it almost every episode, I've, I've never had sex. Mm-hmm. And due to an anatomical issue that I've shared with you privately off mic, I'm actually physically incapable. But I told you about that, right? Yeah, it's you've got a you've got you went through that nullification surgery. You've got that Kindle, yes. that smooth Kindle yeah. crotch. Which is great, and for the like, fetish communities I'm part of has made me a lot of money. But yeah. like, I literally, I literally can't have sex. So, I thought I was being clever, hiding behind a completely impregnable online handle. Again, that handle is J Single Sixty Nine. But I just never expected someone as smart and savvy as this hammer smashes Kiwi Farms to come along and crack the case. Damn you, this hammer smashes Kiwi Farms, you magnificent bastard, Mazel Tov. I, Should we fire Trace and hire this person? Obviously, I mean, <laughs> oh real, my god! Obviously, this person has the skills that we need. What would happen if I DM them and I was like, "Look, no hate. That was legit good work. Will you come work for us?" And then like offer them a generous amount. Do you think they would? Please do it. Please do I it. Can't, Is I that can't. it's I'm too mean? Cool. Okay. 
It's too mean. It's too mean. All right. Uh, all right. That out of the way, Katie, are you ready for part two of the endless epic of Keffels versus Kiwi Farms versus everyone? I have barely recovered from part one, but sure. You'll recall I pulled off a stunningly amazing cliffhanger. I said I talked to the kid who said he posted the bizarre threat to 4chan from outside the apartment where Keffels was staying in Belfast uh, that mentioned Kiwi Farms and a bunch of loyalist stuff. It was just a weird note. So how'd you find the kid? Okay, so in the last episode, I mentioned that one of the reasons it was premature to assume that any individual act of harassment inflicted on Cavill's came from Kiwi Farms is that she's a really controversial figure. And she was also doxxed on a notorious site that is not Kiwi Farms. So I'm poking around uh, on this last week with an open mind. And um, in the course of my poking around, I get turned on to this one particular username linked to a very intriguing rumor. The rumor is that this person took a video from outside Keffel's place, posted it to his YouTube page, and then deleted it or had it taken down. And how would he have figured out where exactly Keffel's was? Oh, we'll get there. All right. But I go, I go to the page, and it's this very small page. We're going to call the guy who runs it Teddy. Teddy is not his name, but he's the main character of today's episode. So according to his YouTube page, Teddy lives in Northern Ireland. Good start. But the videos are very weird and hard to decipher, and they don't really have anything to do with Keffels. And there was like no way to know whether the uh, rumors I saw online that this person had posted something that creepy uh, was accurate. I actually emailed YouTube saying, I'm looking into this. Is there any way to check if this guy did upload a video like that? They didn't get back to me. That was days ago. Luckily, this guy's username is all over the internet. So like, imagine if you went by Katie Hertz online, but then you had all sorts of alternate accounts, Katie Hertz 2342. I go by Single 69 online, actually. Exactly. Katie Hertz 69, Katie Hertz 420. Uh, in a situation like that, if you Google Katie Hertz, a lot of other accounts would come up. So when I Google his base equivalent, like Teddy's equivalent of Katie Hertz, it's clear this guy has a lot of accounts on a lot of different platforms, uh, including... Twitter and YouTube are the big ones. I later realized he's got a lot of stuff going on on Discord, all playing off that same basic name structure. So I start with that YouTube page, which has nothing Keffels related. Then I check out what appears to be his active Twitter account. I find him and it's tiny, I think three followers before I started following him. And guess what? Two proper nouns are in his bio. Uh, He, him? Are those proper nouns? Keffels and Kiwi Farms. Okay, so he's got some interest here. So I'm going to try to be careful here and only like quote directly from him sparingly, but um, I, I have a little screenshot of it in the notes. Katie, look at that. that that's a, uh, why don't you describe the banner image to us? Okay. So the banner image is, it looks like uh, the dearly departed queen. She is holding a banner for a football team. That's that's UK football, not American football, called the Rangers. Uh, he has a Union Jack flag in his in his profile pic. Okay, without reading the actual bio, the bio is basically the equivalent of like you're like Keffels and Kiwi Farms are obsessed with me. Yeah. And you'll see there's also an address in the location field. So when I saw that, I was like, holy crap, is this person just posting their own home address on Twitter? That seems like a bad idea. That's like Googled something it. Keffels would do. <laughs> then I Googled it and it was a random address in the American Northeast, which confused me, but we'll get back to that. It's my new catchphrase. Okay. So then I do a search within Twitter for Teddy's handle, and that's where the Keffels connection immediately becomes apparent. This person has tweeted at Keffels a bunch of times and often in a threatening manner. There were a lot of tweets, and they span multiple accounts. Some of the tweets include a Kiwi Farms logo that says UVF for God in Ulster. Do you remember what UVF is? No. 
uh, Ulster Army something? Ulster United, United, I don't know. Victory for fall. It's a, it's a, it's a reference to the loyalist paramilitary group that I mentioned before. So as far as I can tell, there is no such thing as a Kiwi Farms branch of UVF, <laughs> except in this guy's uh, imagination. Now, after Keffel's, just to get into some of the tweets, after Keffel's announces Cloudflare has dropped Kiwi Farms, he replies by tweeting at her, basically that Kiwi Farms users, now that the site is down, who want to engage in their old shenanigans, should join a Discord server. And he provides a link to it. What's the server? It's something called the Malagasy Clay Eaters. What the fuck is that? I know. I'll explain. <laughs> I want to just focus on the language he uses here, which is like really lame. So in saying like, we're going to get back to our shenanigans, he's trying to act like he's a member of Kiwi Farms, but it just doesn't seem legitimate. It's sort of the equivalent of Steve Buscemi and 30 Rock, like posing as a student. How do you do, <laughs> fellow kids? Yeah. This is not how Kiwi Farms people talk. Kiwi Farms people don't really operate out in the open on vanilla social media like that. Like they have all sorts of back channel ways of staying in touch and regrouping. And I, I don't have access to them. But one of them would never be like, hello, fellow Kiwi Farmers. Please join me in this new Kiwi Farms <laughs> Discord chat. I would like to get invited to that. If anybody listening to this has the, has the, the email or has the link, please send it to me. I think they're on uh, Telegram, which I still haven't downloaded or set up an account on. But um, so whoever this kid is, he seems to be a little bit of a poser as far as Kiwi Farm stuff is concerned. And the Discord server he links to, Malagasy Clay Eaters, is a very distinctive name that is tied to him across the internet. So that's just a weird tryhard tweet trying to get people into his Discord server. But some of his tweets are- And that's his server. I don't know if, well, so the link was dead by the time I got to it, or it, it would unfurl at first in Discord, but for complicated reasons, I didn't go into it. I don't know if it was his serve, server. It's a group he is a part of. And I'll explain more about how Discord works soon, because that's part of the story. Okay. But yeah, it, it's basically his server. Um, so that that was a weird tweet, but some of his tweets get more menacing. So at one point, he sends a tweet to Keffels that just says, Wednesday, and has a weird meme video of her taken from something she posted. Another says, see you Wednesday. Another says, Wednesday morning, Keffels, unless you DM this account and sort it out with me. That's weird. So remember that threat. DM me to sort it out or something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Um, another of his alt accounts is mostly dedicated to tweeting at Keffels. Like it, it seems to only do that. One tweet is from September 1st. It says, I went to Belfast to find you. Come to the foil. There's a foil bridge there. So I guess there could be a, a neighborhood with the same name. Uh, this would have been the day after Keffels posted about the note on August 31st. And that was itself one day after she said the note was posted. So someone comes to her apartment August 30th. And on September 1st, our boy Teddy is tweeting at Keffels that he went to Belfast to find her. Kind of creepy, no? Very creepy, yeah. There was another tweet from that account. I'm not afraid of you. What I'm doing is best for my country and my country's youth. Send the PSNI, that's the Police Service of Northern Ireland, and I'll tell them what I'm telling you here. Transgenderism and communism will never have a foothold in Ulster. You can send the feds over to Londonderry to arrest me. Go ahead. FTP. I assume FTP uh, means fuck the police. Um, So through poking around, I find these other archive tweets from an account of him that appears to be suspended, but which also has that same base username in the name field. He gets in a fight with some lefty on August 31st who accuses him of being a dumb Kiwi farmer. And he replies, I'm not a Kiwi farmer. I think they are moralists who are too scared to act on anything other than send pizza. Does that does that tweet make sense? Yeah. So Keffel's received or she said that that her Uber Eats account was hacked and people sent her food. Right. Which right. I think so is nice, but everybody's got to complain about something. <laughs> 
So what? Are, too scared to act on anything other than send food basically means I think these guys are softcore and I'm more radical than that, right? Yeah. So after he says that, the person he's fighting with does the little Twitter emoji laugh and says, okay, internet tough guy. To which Teddy responds, I confronted Keffels face to face just yesterday. What do you mean? That's bad. And Keffels, so that's I, I feel like if if somebody had confronted Keffels in person, she would have immediately tweeted about it. We'll get to that. Mm. So that's two different tweets from two different accounts claiming that he went to Belfast and or confronted Keffels. There's other archive tweets where he's tweeting at her saying things like, would be funny if I followed you. Hey, guys, should I follow him? He misgenders her a lot. I'm just going to read his his stuff as is. The pin tweet to this account before it was suspended is a quote retweet. Guys, sorry for being funny on the internet. And below that is a tweet from the account at Drop Kiwi Farms mentioning and including a photo of that scary note. So it seems like he's taking responsibility for it. Yeah. There's also one from August 31st, which says Keffel's quote, is hiding in Belfast. I gave him a visited to ask him what a woman is. Instead, hi- instead him and Slenderman Ellen chased me. So now he's claiming that not only did he go there, but he was chased by Keffel's and her friend Ellen, who she was staying with. Okay, this is super creepy. Assuming that it's true, this is super creepy. Yeah, this was the guy I uh, DM'd on Thursday. And so what happened? Shit just keeps getting weirder. He's immediately like, hello, yes, would you like to hear my side of the story? He says that as long as I'm not from the sun, he's willing to talk to me. What's wrong with the sun? Well, I think there's an Irish sun. That must be what he's referring to. I I don't know the context. But perhaps unsurprisingly, he immediately explains that he's a loyalist. Which, like I was saying, in this context means he basically favors the Brits and is opposed to Irish nationalism and independence. And he's very open about his online habits. And through that, I get a picture of a young man who is extremely online and extremely abusive toward other people. Uh, So is he a Kiwi farmer? We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) I think Teddy is a minor or close to it. He's an obsessive, endless poster who gets fixated on targets and will not stop talking about them on YouTube, Twitter, and presumably Discord, which is, I think, a place where I think he's really active. He's done this to at least two victims, one of which is Keffel's. I found out all sorts of stuff about him just by talking to him and then comparing what he told me to his online output, which tended to match because he was just like very straightforward. So, for example, I asked him to confirm that he owns the YouTube account I first clicked on. He's able to confirm he owns other YouTube accounts with the same name, but he says he can't confirm that one. He had to lock it because an American police department was investigating him. Oh my God, why? He says earlier this year he got in a fight with an American girl. His version is that she posted content that offended him politically and things escalated. He used art of hers as his Twitter profile and this girl's mom sent him a copyright takedown, as he said. (laughs) As a result, so... For some reason, I I read an article in um, Plagiarism Today, which is a real outlet, uh-huh. that said that that DMCA t- you know what a DMCA takedown notice is? Yeah, it's like a copyright notice. You have to take this stuff down. You don't own it. Um, I, it doesn't look like you have to include your your physical address in these takedown notices, but if you file one on Twitter, I check you do, which seems like a really bad policy. Yeah. So whoever you're filing it against gets your home address. So you dox yourself. You dox yourself. Teddy, as a result, he gained access to this girl's home address. Oh, my God. And um, once he has the address, he starts making these very weird videos where he shows off that he has her address, as well as family photos, where he lists everyone's name. He even talks about their pet. Well, that's normal. So do you know what the political fight was about? Was she uh, independence or what's the, or was she uh, – what are the two sides here, the loyalist and the who? 
Yeah, well, it basically boiled down to like him thinking that she was on the, for lack of a better word, the, the like the Irish independent Irish, side okay. of the controversy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Katie, I'm gonna send you something and just watch it and react to it. Okay. Okay. So it looks like a guy in front of a like a glitchy green screen, but the image that he's in front of is looks like a Google Maps address. What is this? It's a very weird video. So I think basically, I think there are these sites where you can hire people from the developing countries to basically do whatever you want for small bits of Trump change. Like YouTubers will hire someone to hold a ridiculous sign or say something ridiculous. I think Teddy did this. He got someone from, I don't know where, somewhere in South Asia to recite her address and phone number. Okay. And then he made a video where she, where he's in front of a Google image of her house where she lives with her family. Okay. Gotcha. This has 190 views. Several comments. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's super creepy. I mean, you definitely would not want this, this done to you. So he, yeah, he also shared with me a another video that mentions her by name and shows her address. The last bit is an anime scene where a girl is having her neck snapped by somebody. Oh my god! So I called the number on the DMCA notice, and I talked to a woman who is the mom of the girl he docks. Oh god! The mom. The mom was very spooked, but she confirmed it broad strokes like some how shit you, had how gone did down. How did you start that conversation? It ended up not going well because after I, <laughs> I – It was so hard for – I was literally like – this is a woman who's like in her 50s or 60s. And I was like, okay, so there's this Twitch streamer, Keffles, and she's, <laughs> and she's just like – I think I got her in the car, this poor fucking woman. I tried to explain. I was basically just like, I think this person you – your family had a run-in is being accused of harassing this other person. I'm just curious if you're willing to talk about it. The short answer, she didn't call me back. She didn't respond to nudges. She wasn't, but she, she probably confirmed thinks it. that you're a fucking creep too. Yeah, probably. I did, uh, you know, I told her who she was and I gave her the full context, but yeah, she was clearly spooked. And again, what's interesting is this kid is revealing to me that he did a very creepy act and he's showing me a video like where the last seat or after displaying her address, he shows a girl getting her neck snapped, albeit in a cartoonish anime, you know, type of deal. But like, it's just, it's incredibly creepy and threatening behavior. And he's just telling me this, like a, a journalist who he doesn't know. What is wrong with this guy? That question is only going to get more and more pressing as we, uh, as we proceed. So. And this is a get... random 16 year old girl. Yeah. It's what really fuck? fucking sad. Yeah. I feel really bad for her. it. So basically if you Google this girl's name, which is distinctive, the top hits are all Teddy doxing her. Oh my god! All over the internet on multiple platforms. He just you know I think you should just say the name and the address, and our listeners can send cards. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll help. <laughs> so he just spread her name and real address everywhere he could. That was what was in his Twitter bio. That was her address. Yeah. Oh, what a fucking weirdo! Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, in a twist that is going to matter a lot later, a friend of Teddy's we're going to call Mallory. This is another malicious internet personality with many alternate accounts that are all linked to Teddy's across the internet. She's also a Malagasy clay eater. She posted this poor girl's information to that other doxing site I mentioned. That's this this uh -huh. site that is nothing but doxing. Uh, posted a huge amount of information, including about both of her parents. And Teddy himself, there's a comment section, Teddy himself comments on Mallory's entry on the doxing page saying this girl deserves to be doxxed because she wouldn't do sexual things with him. 
Well, wait, had he ever met her before? I mean, surely he wasn't dating this girl, or surely she wasn't dating him, right? At first, my assumption was that he was just trolling. I, it's still what I think is happening, because I'm not sure they've ever been on the same continent, but look in the notes. Look at the cover image on one of his alternate accounts. It's a girl's name written in sand. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. This is fucking weird. Yeah, so either... He's doing that to further intimidate her. Or at the time that snapshot was taken, you know, they had a thing going. Uh, so he's truly an obsessive weirdo. He's very... I don't... I mean, I don't think we should assume that they had a thing going. It sounds like he's an absolute fucking menace. Yeah. It seems unfair to that's, her. To, to seems more that. likely that that's an act of intimidation yeah. given all the other stuff going on. And I don't even know if they yeah. were ever in the same country. You're right. Um, so I also talked to some other people who... Had had really bad experiences with this kid. But before we get to their happy tales, housekeeping. Let's do it. I've been talking a lot. You do it. I'm going to sip from my drink. We are a podcast. You can reach us at blockedandreportedpodcast at gmail.com. Is that the right address, Jesse? I'm taking a break. I can't say anything. Okay. I think that's right. Or check out our subreddit. Uh, what's the address on that, Jesse? I'm taking a break. <laughs> Subreddit.com. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a sip of water. Blocked and reported dot com. Uh, also, if you go to our website, blockedandreported.org, and join us for just $5 a month, you get three extra episodes of this very podcast every single month, as well as access to our comment sections, which are very interesting. We have a good and growing community over there. It is also the best way to support the show. So if you appreciate uh, the 700 hours that Jesse spent on this, on this segment, on this two-part show, please come and join us. I will say... Our, our, so the document that Jesse's working off of for two both shows, 60 pages. He took 60 pages of notes on this one, folks. So please uh, go tell Jesse how much you love him by giving us $5 a month. 60, 64 pages. 64 pages. But most of them are just pages. images threatening to kill a 16-year-old. So it's like probably 50 <laughs> for that. Yes. Uh, also, what else? What else do we have? Is that it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And uh, last thing, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you like the show. And if you don't, please skip it. Yep. Uh, yeah. More ratings are always welcome. Um, anything else for housekeeping or is that it? Oh, live shows. Our Arlington, Virginia show is sold out, which is insane. So we added another. That's a late show right after the one that's sold out. Evening of October 29th. Link in the show notes. More show announcements are likely soon. Uh, premium subscribers always get notified first when ticket sales go live. Okay, so when I did a Twitter search for Teddy's online handle, I found other people complaining about his behavior toward them, and I reached out to these folks. Let's call one of these kids Tom. He's 16, and he tells me he'd met Teddy in a Roblox community. Apparently, Teddy was very— Did you have to get like permission from these kids' parents to talk about them? I feel some rumors circulating here. <laughs> what there, there are tweets of me adding random kids, be like, hey, can we talk for a sec? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come back and haunt you. I'll and just, me, unfortunately. If need be, I'll post all the DMs. Um, okay, so— Teddy was really into Roblox, and not knowing anything about Roblox, I would assume it's a wholesome place where kids just hang out and meet like-minded Roblox fans, right? Yeah, it's like Minecraft, right? Here's what, here's what Teddy said about Tom. This guy harassed me and some of my online friends on Discord for a few months. He used alternative accounts to talk to me on Discord and once on Reddit. 
He mainly just sends racist and homophobic messages, images, videos, and also has sent gore to me and my friends. Those screenshots are from one time when he sent the IP grabber into a chat with me, his friends, and one other person that I slightly knew. The other person clicked on the link, and I'm guessing his IP got leaked to Teddy. He basically just wants a reaction from anyone. I'm sure he's still trying to bother people, though. Tom also told me that Teddy basically extorted him in this weird juvenile way. He, like... He shared screenshots where Teddy is demanding that he post certain offensive things to Twitter. And if he doesn't, Teddy's going to reveal secrets that Tom told him. Mm-hmm. So read the screenshots. What is Teddy trying to get Tom to say? Uh, BLM is a terrorist organization and trans kids should be in therapy. Yep. So he's trying to say, if you don't tweet this, which would, of course, be bad and controversial, he's going to reveal some secret he divulged him. Do we know what the secret was? No, I didn't ask. When I searched for Teddy's online handle on Twitter, I saw another person had also tweeted about him, a deviant art artist named Darkness9000A. He said I could use his handle. This guy's 31 years old. Um, this The tweets mentioned both Teddy and his friend Mallory, as in, like, here are their Discord handles. We can warn people about these two. Um, I, didn't, I didn't tell any of the folks I approached exactly what I was talking about. I was just like, I'm looking into this Teddy guy. Here's part of what darkness 9,000 a said. And some of the language is a little strange, but I think the meaning will be clear throughout. Well, I don't know much about Teddy. I can only, Oh, and I'm replacing, he didn't say Teddy. He said the guy's name. I'm saying 20 Teddy. Well, I don't know much about Teddy. I can only t- uh, know a few things about him. So for starters, Teddy uploads YouTube videos, but sometimes he likes to create false claims on other people just to troll them by spreading lies and disinformation. Sometimes he always tries to get away from things by making excuses, by calling people liars, pretending Teddy is the victim and not the innocents. And he also has six YouTube channels. Teddy is one of the members of the Foodists or Clay Eaters or Malagasy Clay Eaters, which I do not understand why they call themselves that. But anyway, the foodists are basically internet trolls, though it remains unclear what their goals are. But one thing I do know is that they always go after other people on the internet, such as YouTube, Twitter, Discord, and other websites. Mostly at the time, they always go after small YouTubers, famous YouTubers, and on and on and on. And um, he basically also says, and the foodists also dox people, knowing their location or their address, knowing their phone numbers, and the foodists can call the pizza man or the SWAT team by giving them people's address. They also create a false document in order to frame them. Okay, gotcha. So all of this lines up with what Teddy told me. When I was DMing with him, he said, quote, I have no connection with Kiwi Farms. I am a foodist. And what is a foodist? Is this related to a feeder? A a foodist? I'm getting so sad as I tell this. It it turns out. um, Okay. So first of all, in these online communities, like you don't have an official document saying you're a member of Kiwi Farms or you're a foodist. You just display it. Well, Kiwi Farms people wouldn't display it in a profile name, but these other communities, it's like uh, folks my age who played Team Fortress. You display your guild in your username if you had a guild. So the only way to sort of signal allegiance, like this is my gang, this is my clique, is to say so. So when Teddy is saying, I have no connection with Kiwi Farms, I'm a foodist, he's saying, I don't hang out with that online group, I hang out with the foodists. So you got that, right? I got that. But can we trust that this is true? We can trust I that. I mean, it, he seems like a piece of shit. But but when I Googled him, his name is linked all over the internet with the foodist, with Malagasy Clay Eater, with all these these catchphrases. And this other kid told me independently, yes, he's a part of that crew. Okay. So wh- foodist, like what is what is what is that? I was trying to avoid this. Foodists are followers of a truly awful YouTuber named Foodist Zen. That's one word. I'm not really going to try to explain food is Zen, but long story short, his gag is ridiculing and libeling dead people. 
Like the queen? I'm sure he'll do the queen. And they actually were starting to make memes about the queen, but like there was a famous Minecrafter on YouTube with like 1.4 million followers. He died of cancer. So Fudazen does a video talking about how he's still in live in Israel, living as a transgender woman. And also he groomed kids who are eight and nine years old. I mean, is it true? (laughs) So he sort of spends all his time fighting with dead people Who can't fight back? And I'll leave a little YouTube mini doc in the show notes for anyone who's morbidly curious. The title is Meet the Worst YouTuber on Earth. (laughs) It seems justified. So Teddy. I figured the worst YouTuber on Earth would be that mukbang, mukbang, whatever it's called. Oh my God. Nico Avocado. Yeah. Also a foodist. Different kind of foodist, right? So Mm -hmm. again, Teddy introducing himself to a journalist, excitedly volunteers that he's a foodist, a follower of a super toxic YouTuber, uh, you know, and and the followers all do the same stuff because they're trying to copy the YouTuber. I think the whole point is to try to get a rise out of people and gain attention. And the foodists hang out both in Foodist Zen's own Discord server and their own groups. So Malagasy Clay Eaters is sort of a subgroup within this larger community, right? Yeah. What makes this all confusing and hard to follow is that both individual users on Discord and servers get banned pretty regularly, as do the toxic YouTube channels produced by these kids. Um, So they constantly create new accounts, launch new servers, but they always have roughly the same group of friends and they'll usually hold on to their base username and add like different numbers to the end of it, right? Okay, gotcha. And so this guy, Teddy, he clearly, he's an antagonist. He's a troll. He gets in a lot of fights. What's his beef with Keffels? What What did he tell you about that? Here's uh, here's what he says his beef is. This is a direct quote. I'm from Londonderry, but I was told about him moving over to Belfast to stay with his friend Ellen, and then I learned about him taking Union Jacks and Ulster flags down and replacing them with transgender flags. That disgusted me, <laughs> as there are people that have died and will die to keep Ulster British, so to defend my culture and my nationality, I decided to act. This isn't about transgenderism, but rather it's about him not respecting our culture. Although I don't support him ignoring biology, he has rights to do what he wants, as long as it does not interfere with me. Okay, so this uh, his beef with Keffels is all because he thinks that Keffels put up the trans flag in, in place of the some British flags. With Ellen, yeah. With Ellen, okay. Well, did they do it? This... Strikes me as complete bullshit, like as a, car- a cartoon villain version of like Keffels and Ellen. And later in the chat, when I asked Teddy um, how he got Keffels' address, he says, they, meaning his friend, seen him out on the streets with Keffels and saw him cutting the flags down, then wa- followed him, watched him go in and out of the house. Okay, so, I mean, obviously there's no way to tell if this is true or not, right? Did Keffels do this? I really do think? don't think so at all. I, I what My theory here is that this is a very strange, easily confused kid who hangs out in a lot of toxic Discord chats. I'm only basing this on a hunch, but if I had to guess, a quote-unquote friend trolled him, attempting to get a rise out of him, a loyalist, by saying, uh, yeah, I totally saw Keffels and Ellen taking down the Union Jack flag and replacing it with the transgender flag. Uh, then they did a rap about how they hate the queen or something like that. Okay, but was the address correct? As far as we know, he did actually go to her house. We'll have more detail on that soon. But however Teddy came to believe that these acts of anti-British desecration occurred, he says, quote, I tried to message him through his email, Twitter, etc. He ignored me. So did Ellen. Only then is when I went to him and left the note. Okay. Did you look into whether anybody, are there any news reports about the the, the Ulster flag being, re- being replaced by the trans flag? Is there any confirmation that this happened at all? 
you want to do a quick Google search? I was so skeptical, I actually didn't look thoroughly, if you want to check. Okay, I'm not seeing any news reports about this or anything on Twitter. I know we have some listeners in Belfast, so if you have any knowledge that this has happened or has not happened, let us know. So I will say that I talked to someone who said there'd been some sort of prior controversy involved. So the, the context here is this is an area that has seen horrific sectarian violence and people are always worried about it coming back. Ellen Murray, whose Keffels is staying with, was like the first person to run for office who's a transgender woman. And he, this person said he didn't know the details. There was some controversy involving the flag in her as far as he know, but he knew no details. And this really sounds like either, to me, either Teddy's getting trolled or it's like a kernel of some incident that then gets blown up through rumor mongering. Okay, gotcha. It would not seem to be a good political idea to, if you're running for office, to do this. Not just running. No, no, it's not even about that. This is about like, with, with this, since Keffel's arrived, them doing it together. She's on the run. She's going to go out and start like getting involved in the local sector. There's no way Keffel's would be that dumb, right? Is there? <laughs> I mean, from the stuff that you've told me about Keffel so far, I have my doubts. But but seriously, if anybody in Belfast knows anything about this, let us know. Yes. Um, also invite us to do a live show there. I'd love to see Belfast. So, yep. okay. So Teddy tells me he reached out to Keffels and Ellen and said, you know, hey, not cool. Um, as with other things he told me, he's like basically able to confirm this, or I'm able to confirm this. He shares one of the emails with me, which was in fact addressed to Keffel's business address on August 26th. Can you read that email, Katie? Okay. Subject, cutting flags down. You've been cutting Union Jacks down and replacing them with Trans Center flags. I want to settle this. Please leave Belfast to go elsewhere. If not, then reply to this and call me. Keep out of any loyalist areas and do not cut flags down. So this Gmail account he's sending the note from has a very distinctive name drawn from fantasy video games. And I actually independently came across a social media post from 2021 linking Teddy's usual uh, username, the one he uses everywhere, to this different but also quite distinctive one. Teddy tells me that when Keffels and Ellen did not respond to these, I'm sure, very normal seeming emails, (laughs) he took the train from Derry to Belfast to confront her personally. Quote, If anything, I want Keffels to apologize to the people of Northern Ireland and to the Protestant community, he told me. So I have to assume Keffels is is Catholic, right? Yeah, that's most of her, what her stream is about. Like there's communion. Yeah, Catholic trad wife. Yeah, Yeah. she's a trad wife type. So Teddy is really fixated on the, to me, completely batshit idea of a one-on-one civil meeting to settle this with Keffels. When I ask him if he'd be willing to put me in touch with the friend who saw the flag incident, and I asked that because I was hoping to find out whether this person saw something or was just trolling Teddy, he says, I could ask, but we want contact face-to-face with Keffels. As in, I want to meet up with Keffels and Ellen again, but face-to-face and civil, and I would like them to record us talking. I'm like, again? You've talked to her before? <laughs> he goes, no, but I want to. I've seen Ellen and Keffels outside but not talk to them other than shouting. I'm like, how many times have you shouted at them? Every time I've seen them. But I want to talk with them peacefully, somewhere face-to-face and settle it. I could take a train over with a friend. We, um, We chat a bit more and he says... If you could reach out to Keffels and ask him if we could meet face-to-face somewhere in Belfast, that would be great. (laughs) Handshake emoji. (laughs) Try and mention that I want to negotiate, etc. Oh, this is like the peace accords and you will be the – wait, who who buttered the peace accords? No, I'm saying – I'm literally in my notes. It's like I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, I'll get on that. I'm going to email Keffels and I'm going to say, hey, Jesse Single here, Single 69 I'm wondering (laughs) if I could set up a peace summit – 
between you and the guy who's stalking you. Would you be interested in that? Could I record it for my podcast? You will win a Nobel Peace Prize for this. No, what I actually said was basically a version of like, well, you know, we'll see. Um, I'm sort of worried Keffels won't believe it's actually you. Is there really a way to prove that you're the guy who posted this thing to 4chan? He says there isn't, but he is willing to either send me a photo of his thumb so I can compare it to the 4chan image, because in that image you can see uh-huh. a thumb on the side of the image holding the page up, or he'll send me a photo he took of himself at Keffel Street. Okay, so you're going to do thumb analysis. I'm going to do thumb analysis. At this point, I'm also thinking I could ask him to write something, and I literally emailed a couple handwriting experts to be like, I'm working <laughs> on this story that might involve comparing handwriting. I did not tell them the details. Would you be willing to help me? With that? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> So unfortunately, however, at this point, he has to go out for a few hours and he'll be back later. Um, I should also note that he explained why he mentioned Kiwi Farms in that note. Quote, I was hoping it would have scared him out, but it did not. I have no ties with Kiwi Farms. Ah. So this kid basically thinks that if he couches his threat as coming from Kiwi Farms and he did seek to fill the threat with Kiwi Farms-ish lingo, Keffels will get freaked out and will leave. Um, this kid is not is not sophisticated like his obsec makes keffels look like james bond so <laughs> i can it tracks to me that he's like yes if she sees i'm with kiwi farm she'll leave but that doesn't really make sense okay yeah so he leaves for a little while and then what happens well so to this point the story is already pretty weird i'm dming with a serial internet harasser and doctor who is admitting to me to to having posted a um, menacing threat to 4chan image that has the whole internet aflutter. And, and that yeah, got Kiwi Farms fucking banned from the internet. Helped get Kiwi Farms the banned from the internet, open. yeah. Um, and he's a Northern Irish loyalist, I've learned. He's a foodist, a foodist being a thing I just learned exists and which seems pretty horrible. So yeah, he has to leave for a few hours, but when he gets back, he's going to tell me more, including maybe sending me a photo of his thumb. I am salivating over the idea of a photo of this kid's thumb, Katie. Can you imagine putting that in the show notes, like the sense of triumph of having an image for everyone comparing side by side the two thumbs from the 4chan photo and his thumb photo? Jesse, I say this with love. You need to touch grass, (laughs) but you're allergic to it, unfortunately. All of this glory awaits me. He just has to go out for a bit first. Then he's going to come back and we're going to talk more. Then he leaves and the queen dies. Terrible timing. Terrible timing. So Teddy is devastated. And again, there is congruence between what he's telling me and how he's acting online. He stops posting about Keffels. He posts repeatedly he's about in mourning. He posts repeatedly about the Queen. He starts fighting with people who don't like the Queen. So I slide back into his DMs and I'm like, hey, sorry about the Queen. He doesn't respond. And on Friday morning, I wake up to DMs from him that say, I will be taking a break for a day to mourn the death of the Queen. God save King Charles. <laughs> All right. So what happens next? So during this period, I'm waiting for him to finish, you know, his errand and then to finish mourning the queen, which can take a while. I'm poking around more, trying to dig up information about him. And it turns out that Teddy himself appears to have been doxxed, sort of. And do you want to know who doxxed Teddy? Keffels? No. Kiwi Farms. Ah, so they, they don't like Teddy. It appears Kiwi Farms has been keeping an eye on this kid before almost anyone, including Keffels. And how did they find out about him? Do you remember that other docking site I told you that everyone is ignoring? Like the one with the docks is both for Keffels and for the girl Teddy's obsessed with, thanks to his friend Mallory? 
Yeah. So Keffels was doxxed on that site on August 22nd. A lot of info, including Uber Eats info. And do you know what else happened right around that time, Katie? Uh, her Uber Eats was hacked. Her Uber Eats was hacked. August 21st, Keffels reports that a bunch of food has been ordered in her name. Her doxing entry goes up the very next day, including Uber Eats info. Was there, like, how, how did they get that? Was it, did it include her password? How do you do that? No, it basically has the email address and phone number associated with the account. So I think if you had access to her email account, that would be enough to gain access to her Uber Eats. Um, it could be the hackers gained access to her password, used it to order food, but then they didn't include it in the docs because it'll just be changed shortly. But however it happened, it's clear from the timing that one, Keffel's account was hacked, and two, right around that time, the account information was posted on this notorious website. I'm not seeing any mention on Kiwi Farms of Uber Eats in her threads until this other site drops this info. So this other site is the source of the Uber Eats info. Also, the specific hacker collective who doxed her is fairly notorious and goes by the lovely name Vile. In fact, just earlier today, whatever the fuck day, what day is it? Friday? Uh, Monday. <laughs> oh, I genuinely <laughs> thought it was Friday. You lost the weekend. Earlier today, Vile posted docs of at Bob Posting. This is Keffel's friend who has claimed to have gotten more than 500 plus minors on HRT and claimed to have brewed hormones in their bathtub to no. send to said minors. No. Oh, God. Okay. It sucks. Whatever you think of this person, getting docs sucks, but it was probably inevitable given how much of this controversy about Keffels is, is about Bob posting. I mean, what's so, worse, Jesse, getting docs or, or giving hormones that you've cooked up in your bathtub to minors? You know, it's hard to say. Anyway, <laughs> it, um, so really, it's these folks from this hacking collective vile who should be the primest of prime suspects in terms of who sent her the Uber Eats stuff, right? Someone hacks her account sends her food, and then immediately posts the info with her Uber Eats account on this website. Okay, so why has, like, has Keffel's gone after this website or Vile? Why is Keffel focusing on Kiwi Farms? I think I know the answer to that, actually. Well, no, she has not, she has not mentioned either Vile or this website. What do you, what's your theory? Well, Kiwi Farms has a lot of embarrassing information about Keffel's. Uh, stuff about like stuff, some stuff that that you don't think is true about, for instance, grooming kids, and I'll defer to you on that since you're doing the doing the research. But there's other things like I keep seeing the <laughs> the words fart porn come up, and I don't know what that refers to at all. But apparently, can you explain that? I I, I can't really. She 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 did perform in pornography for the internet, but but the. The, this other doxing site has links to that stuff too. It's just, I, I think it's just like, I don't know, Kiwi Farms, it's much more personal. You're facing off against Joshua Moon, who's a supervillain. You're facing off against individual posters. This other doxing site, it's just a very plain text site with a few comments that has like basically just as much devastating personal info. I don't really understand. But has anybody heard about it? Like, I've never heard of this site before or Vile. I just – my assumption is that she wanted to get this – get Kiwi Farms taken offline because she doesn't like that Kiwi Farms has this personal information about her and that they make fun of her all the time. There's, you know, thousands right. and thousands of pages of making fun of of Keffels online. It's easy to access. Um, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying you can – as far as I can tell, you can basically access the same stuff on this doxing site, uh, if anything, maybe more personal information. But yeah, it's just everyone's sort of ignoring that, like, 
everyone who's like as law as online as me or more knows about this doxing site and people are just sort of ignoring the fact that they're like a flashing warning sign of a suspect in terms of who's responsible for the uber eats thing but in her tweet about it she makes it about kiwi farms so what's this site i need somewhere to go to to get my keffels info now i'll i'll tell you off mike i know i'm being weird about this I feel like it's an unavoidably important part of the story, but I'm not trying to drive more people there. 25% of our audience will already know the site in question. Um, I'd just rather not make it easier for folks to find anyone's personal information, uh, even if Keffels has not been, you know, careful about any of this stuff. That is very good of you, and I'm disappointed, Jesse. <laughs> okay, so we know that this other site that you won't mention because you're a peaceler is linked to Teddy and Mallory, Teddy's friend Mallory. And the girl they doxxed. But what about Teddy and Keffels? Okay, so on August 29th, Keffels tweets, A Kiwi Farms user has identified my location in Ireland and threatened to show up at my address at 9 a.m. tomorrow. I already found out their name and forwarded their information to the police. We need to get this website down. It encourages criminal behavior. I don't know how they got the address. The last time it was because my devices were hacked. I'm working with a firm to protect myself from this happening again. While some Kiwi Farms users threatened to go to my address, others are threatening to murder me in graphic detail. She posts a threat um, that reads, and I'll use Keffels instead of her dead name. Keffels, you're the sort of person I would cheerfully put aside an afternoon to beat to death. I would then record your dying screams and moans and masturbate to them just before going to bed every night. That's fucked up. It looks like that post was taken down and another user was like, chill dude, this doesn't help us. Keffels will use this against us. Unlike the other threats, this is the one threat I've seen that came from a non-suspicious account. Like this was a longtime member of the community rather than someone who like just sort of popped up and then, you know, a receded glowy. into the background. Yeah, a glowy. <laughs> By the way... Somebody sent me the YouTube video that is the origin of Glow N-Word, and that is a whole fucking other story. It's crazy, Katie, and we're going to skip it. <laughs> Next episode. That That's good audio, right? Um, Part three. So anyway, Keffel says, I don't know how they got the address, which I find slightly suspicious because her Irish location was posted to this other doxing site three days earlier. And it was not, post it was not posted on Kiwi Farms? That's a good question. I don't know if it migrated from one to the other, but it was, I know as of August 26, it was added to the doxing site. So one possible explanation is she stayed in multiple locations in Belfast, although I haven't seen anyone suggest that was the case. I'm just trying to be charitable here. I guess it's also possible she didn't know she was doxed on the other site, but that just seems exceptionally unlikely because everyone knows about the site, especially if you're a Twitch streamer. I will just say again, without knowing for sure what's going on, there seems to be a pattern here where she attributes stuff to Kiwi Farms when the more straightforward explanation is this other unmentionable doxing site. Well, do we know that she – has she said anything about Teddy? I mean, do we know that she – does she know that this was – that him saying Kiwi Farms was a false flag? WGT, Katie. What's that We'll mean? get there. <laughs> On August 30th, after Keffel's post, you know, I don't know how they got the address. They've tracked me down in Ireland. Someone on Kiwi Farms responds to her claims as follows. Wait, I'm a tard. I'm retarded. Did one of us actually threaten to show up? Or is Keffel's just adding details to make shit sound super serial? I feel like I need to translate all these. Is that Was that one clear enough, Katie? Please do. Please translate. Wait, I'm a tard. <laughs> Wait, am I retarded? Okay, that I got. He's saying like, did, did, did a Kiwi farmer actually show up or is she just making stuff up to make her situation sound super dire? 
Okay, so that's what super cereal means. Yeah, super cereal. I think that's from um, there's an episode of South Park where Al Gore is trying to get them to find Man Bear Pig, and he goes, "I'm super cereal." So anyway. Okay, so this person asks, did one of us actually show up to Keffel's? Someone else responds by explaining that on the other doxing site, a commenter threatened to show up at Keffel's house and even uploaded a phone video of the building. This Kiwi Farms... So that's where Teddy got That's where he comes into this whole thing. No, it's fine. Uh, Okay. This Kiwi Farms commenter doesn't say how he knows this. And the post has apparently been taken down with no surviving screenshot. But if you go to the doxing site, you'll see multiple posts by someone claiming to be our boy Teddy. He mentions that username. Okay, so Teddy's the one who posted the phone video? They think, right, the theory is, right now the theory we're operating with is, I didn't see this phone video, but um, the phone video was linked to Teddy's account. He he posted comments or someone claiming to be him posted comments anonymously, uh, like, I'll be leaving for his house at 8 a.m., Wish me luck. And some of the responses to his apparently deleted posts are angry. One of them says, then, God, the fucking internet lingo here is so brutal. Do you know what it means to 41% yourself? No. That means to kill yourself because it's like the, the, I think the stat about trans people and suicide. Oh, God. Wait. Like 41% of trans people kill themselves? That is definitely not true. No, I know, but but it's a reference to the stat. Yep, I have checked with um, Urban Dictionary, which I've had to look at far too many times since I started reporting this, and that's what 41%. Anyway, so so Teddy posts something that gets deleted, and someone responds, then you should 41% yourself too, Eurofag. All this does is give Keffels more opportunity to make himself a victim and grift even more money. So this is similar to the violent post on Kiwi Farm. Someone on the Stoxing website is responding to something, presumably from Teddy, saying this will just help uh, Keffel's cause. Um, one of the craziest things is that in this comment section, Teddy appears to provide his full legal name. That's smart. Why did he do that? I have no idea. It's nuts. That's the one part of this. I'm not sure I believe, and we'll get back to it in a minute, but this Kiwi farms user talking about all this activity on the doxing sites points out that it's fairly creepy quote. This person seems unhinged and the threat appears credible. It doesn't seem very difficult to find them, which local law enforcement hopefully already has End quote. This person also claims that the account associated with Teddy on the doxing site, which as far as I can see was banned. Teddy's just commenting anonymously um, that Teddy's account linked to a discord server called DJ cook. Who's that? DJ Cook. Or what's that? DJ Cook is the guy who did that video about how foodist Zen is the worst person in the world. So in theory, this would make sense. If any of this happened as described, it would make sense for Teddy to post something threatening and then point people toward DJ Cook's Discord as sort of a false flagging troll maneuver. Okay, gotcha. So after this Kiwi Farms user posts this information about Teddy... And remember, this is before the 4chan note even existed or was posted. Kiwi Farms attempts to dox Teddy. Except it isn't hard because Teddy apparently gave up his own name on the doxing site or someone posting anonymously claimed to. But in the Keffel's thread, if you go back, you can really see them trying to figure out who this weirdo is and basically giving him the same treatment they give Keffel's. Albeit, you know, he's a less important target, but they're making fun of him. He's this pathetic loser. They're trying to dig up as much dirt on him as they can. Okay, I see. So so we have this weird situation where Kiwi Farms is doxing and digging up dirt on the guy who would later admit to threatening Keffels. You're with me, right? I am. So this guy – so they're doxing the guy who would later sort of inadvertently get their sh- their site shut down. 
yes, assuming he's the one that did it, but he has admitted to it to me and publicly. So that's our operating assumption in the absence of a better suspect. So yeah, they Keebly Farms is on him. They try to leak whatever details of him they can. I don't think they find that much stuff. I believe they confirm he lives in Londonderry, which is something he himself said publicly. Um, and here's where it gets really interesting, Katie. On September 1st, Keffels tweets angrily at Teddy using what is apparently his real name or the same name listed on the doxing website, at least, and saying the cops are on the way to come get him. Okay, so Keffels knew who this was and knew that it didn't come from Kiwi Farms? Is that what you're saying? Well, so just first click this link because this is one that I'm not going to post because it has his full name, but just click this link and confirm that that is a verified archived link from Keffels calling Teddy by his alleged full name referencing him as the guy who showed up outside the apartment where she's saying and saying the cops are already headed to him. Is it not? Yeah, she says the police are headed his way. Okay, thank you for validating me. We have some other evidence that Keffels knows details about this kid too. Like what? Do you remember that weird name Malagasy Clay Eaters that was linked to Teddy? Yeah. So that's like a Discord server or servers he hangs out in. It's sort of his online gang where he hangs out with his other weird friends. Uh, without his knowledge, I was able to track him down and sort of observe him in the wild. Oh, interesting. What'd you do? How'd you do that? So we have a small but growing number of Zoomers working for Blocked and Reported. <laughs> One of them is Trace, who we all know and love because he's a good boy, isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> Good boy, Trace, yes. I also hired another one to help me with the show notes just to reduce my workload a little bit. Uh, if you've noticed an uptick in the show notes quality, he's the reason why. Or I should say I sometimes still do them. So if you hate the show notes, it's him. If you like them, it's <laughs> me. Yeah, his name is um, Lex or Lexer, and he's on Twitter at Lexer Lux. So if you hate the show notes, that's who you should complain to. Or love them. Or love them. Uh, I am absolutely hapless on Discord. I've barely used it or I had barely used it. So I asked uh, Lex to poke around and find where Teddy was hanging out. And being a Zoomer with nimble little fingers, he was able to quickly find a few different servers that uh, he was on. The most interesting one was called Clay Party. There's that reference to Clay again. So uh, what was Teddy saying in there? So I wanted to be able to poke around myself rather than rely on my Zoomer spy. So once I found out the URLs, I created an alt account on Discord and I entered all these servers. I wasn't planning on saying anything per se. And on a lot of these servers, it seems like you're only allowed to lurk uh, rather than type anything until you've been approved by a mod. My only goal was to like, not attract any notice. I just wanted to poke around and screen cap stuff. Was your name Single 69 No, but I did need a fake identity and it had to be edgy enough to appeal to these Zoomer troll weirdos. I didn't want to be like Steve Buscemi. So what'd you go with? Click the link, Katie, and tell me what you see. Oh my God, Jesse. <laughs> All right, username, ask, gas, or grass, hashtag 1912. And the profile photo is of the World Trade Center burning. I can explain. Very ugly. <laughs> so in these in these Discord and YouTube communities, they love making jokes about the most horrific events ever. So I needed a 9-11 image in there anywhere. Where I was reaching a little bit was Ask Gas or Grass. The, the hashtag 1912 is assigned randomly. Um, I don't know anything about Zoomers. Uh, I don't like them. The only thing I know is that they're obsessed with the steamed ham scene from The Simpsons and other 90s nostalgia. Like they really like SpongeBob, right? Isn't SpongeBob from the late 90s? Or uh, I don't know. I've never met a Zoomer. <laughs> okay, you live on an yeah. island where you're the youngest person by 40 years, right? Yeah, exactly. My understanding that they're obsessed with the steam ham scene from The Simpsons led me to believe they're obsessed with the 90s more generally. 
I think that deep down they recognized that everyone was happier in the nineties because we didn't have social Before media. There's internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've had a rough few days between the tour and the Discord, and I had to rebuild my life after I was outed as J Single 69. <laughs> in my diminished state, I thought Ask Ass or Grass was from Dumb and Dumber, which is it's not. And I've seen that movie so many times. But my logic was that because Zoomers are weirdly obsessed with 90s stuff. They would like the word ass because who doesn't? And they would Google that and they'd be like, oh, Dumb and Dumber, the 90s. I'm a Zoomer. This guy is one of us. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah. But um, yeah, none of that work. I completely misremembered. The scene I was thinking of was from a 2007 (laughs) cult horror film called Thanks Killing. It's about a a turkey (laughs) who kills people. And there's even an urban (laughs) urban dictionary entry for ass, gas, or grass. Well, actually, do you get what what ass, gas, or grass means? No, of course not. Kitty, kitty, no one rides for free. I don't know what this means. Oh, if you, ass, you got to If you pick up ass, a hitchhiker, ass, gas, gas, or grass, if they don't have money. Grass. I thought because um, it had gas in it, I thought it was a reference to Keffel's fart porn. Too soon. Um, <laughs> anyway, none of this cloak and dagger shit mattered because no one even noticed I was in these rooms. I just clicked on the invite links that uh, Lex sent me and I was fine. But it's good to know that if I ever went undercover in real life in a criminal gang of Zoomers, I would be outed and murdered within seconds. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so despite being a complete fucking idiot, you got into these channels where Teddy is hanging out. What happens? I get into the channels. Yeah, the only interesting one from a Teddy perspective is the clay party one. I poke around these and take some screenshots. Katie, will you just read them alongside the date for each of them? All right. September 2nd, 2022. He says, I'm going to eat dinner. Try to find where Keffels is streaming so I can get there beforehand. Also on that same day, he says, make sure not to frame Kiwi Farms and make them look bad after we give these children Robux. What's that mean? Robux is a form of currency in Roblox. I guess that's a reference to something else. It makes their shitty site look shite. Shit. It'd be funnier if he said shite. It'd be cuter. He just said shit. Well, he's Irish, so I figured the pronunciation is just shite. Yeah. So, but there he's saying, make sure not to frame Kiwi Farms. I think by this point, he has received some heat from Kiwi Farms people. There were There was talk on Kiwi Farms... That he was fucking sending them DMs, the ones who have Twitter accounts, being like, hey, let's team up. Let's take her down Keffels. And they Uh, were all like, fuck you with various homophobic slurs. Because their whole thing is don't touch the poo, just observe and not interfere. They're like the National Geographic wildlife photographers. They don't get involved. (laughs) Right. I mean, we talked about the limits of of making that claim given their site. But yes, in theory, also, he's just a young kid and a tryhard who just does not fit with the culture of the board at all. On September 3rd, he basically tells everyone in the channel to tweet at Keffels that he, Teddy, is going to kill her cats. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, and and one of them actually did that. There was this tweet that was a threat to Keffels about Teddy. He was just seemed desperate to get Keffels' attention, which again did just Keffels bring on her cat to Ireland? I believe so, because a photo of it on the bedsheet in... Um, Oh, was yeah. it London where the hotel was? She definitely has a cat, so yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, they're using this Discord to sort of poke at Keffels and threaten her, although it's not a very active place, and it seems like people mostly ignore him. But but read that last screenshot, which was from today, Monday, at 10.16 a.m. Uh, he says, it's talking about me, and there's a link to our show. Yep, and the next one he says, he talks about me at 53.36, so... He he wants to be 
identified as the person who's doing this. He's tweeted at Keffel's repeatedly. He's told other people he did it. He told me he did it. Right. So basically, he wants attention and he wants credit for this. And nobody has given it to him except for us. Because it doesn't seem like anyone's really cared about figuring out who is stalking Keffels because right. it's so important to say it was Kiwi Farms. Right. The media coverage of this has been totally credulous, believe Keffels, even though Keffels has a history of lying, of making shit up about other people, of doxing other people, encouraging the doxing of other people. I saw I saw an article the other day. I missed this when it came out. But Washington Post, Taylor Lorenz wrote an article about Keffels in June, this total fucking puff piece about how Keffels is like teaching young people about politics. So there's this assumption within the mainstream media that Keffels is good and Kiwi Farms is bad, and they're just not even bothering to look into it. Yeah, the coverage has sucked. Um, but So look, these screenshots are pretty interesting, but the most important thing I found out on this Discord server, uh, posing as Ask Ass or Grass with the 9-11 uh, image, was at the very top when the server was created. So the very first thing posted on the server was from Fancy German Car, who's actually Mallory. In Discord, people have like sort of different name fields if you click on their user profile. So this is Mallory, Teddy's longtime uh, friend and accomplice in all these acts. And read what she said on September 2nd. Did Keffels report us LMAO? He joined MCE. What's MCE? Malagasy Clay Eaters. Okay, gotcha. So I can't confirm firsthand that Keffels joined a Malagasy Clay Eaters Discord, but I also can't really figure out why, in this case, Mallory would lie about it. What this appears to be is contemporaneous evidence from September 2nd that Keffels joined a Malagasy Clay Eaters server. And it sounds like this evidence might have come right after she reported that server, which would explain the need for these kids to regroup in a new server, right? Okay, gotcha. So if they don't know, this would, I don't know if this is true, but this lines up with the, the theory, Keffels gets in the server, reports them, it gets shut down, they have to form a new one. First thing someone says is, did Keffels report us? LMAO. He joined the server. So... If Keffels did join this server on Discord, that gives us the following timeline. On like under under Keffels' own name? I don't know. That's why I wish I knew, and I just I wasn't able to, to lock this down. But if, if this is true, it gives us a pretty interesting and coherent timeline. Because September 1st, Keffels tweets at this kid Teddy, uses his full name, threatens to call says she did call the cops on him, and just tells him to back off. It would make sense that a day later she's looking into him and finds her way to the server that is associated with his name or the, the, the Discord, you know, gang that is associated with his name all over the Internet. I mean, that that's a pretty reasonable theory, right? Yeah. And if this is true, that means that Keffels blamed Kiwi Farms knowing that Kiwi Farms was not actually the source of this threat against her. Yeah, I... I... I don't know if I would go that far, but it would it would mean for sure that she basically has the same information we have. And the fact is, we already know that because on September 1st, she tweeted at our guy, Teddy, with his full name. I, I don't remember if I mentioned she deleted that tweet. And there's a lot of reasons she could, including that he's a minor. But she's had this information about him, his online handle, which is associated with all his activity and his supposed alleged full name since September 1st. Um and I think there's a little bit more evidence that she knows who he is from the stream she did with Ellen that they posted to YouTube on September 11th, updating everyone on their situation. 
This is being investigated. The whole thing's being investigated still. Um, and the police actually have been in touch a few times, which is, I guess, encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. I really do hope that we get to meet whoever wrote that note. We'll see, I guess. I haven't seen them around Twitter in the past day. They've been trying to taunt me still, which I don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty typical, but um, I think if we just let things take their place, um, sorry, if things take their course, I think I think we'll know some more information. Not too not too far in the in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says she says that she knows who this person is. I haven't seen them around Twitter. Yeah. It sounds like that, right? And that would also line up with him taking the break from Twitter because of the Queen, or at least not hassling her. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so his his mourning period, uh, he he couldn't he couldn't harass couples for a couple hours. The Queen died. <laughs> so again, it's proven she's aware of Teddy, his alleged legal name, and his online persona because she tweeted at him. And if she's aware of those things, she would have had no trouble digging up his voluminous internet history. Uh, and we think she did. You know, because she apparently showed up in this in his Discord server, um, and his opsec sucks. Like even I, with the help of a Zoomer minion, was able to find him. So the level of research she must have done on him, even just out of curiosity for the, who the hell is stalking her and sending her these weird tweets. I don't know. It seems like it would have quickly revealed no signs of a genuine connection to Kiwi Farms, right? Yeah, and I'm fully prepared to believe that Kiwi Farms did nothing wrong because I have a soft spot in my heart for Kiwi Farms. Uh, but Don't I think say that-, that you're going to get fucking roasted for that. They're they're a really bad and toxic site. The reason we're defending them is because we're talking about their right to exist at all and specific bullshit allegations. Katie Herzog does not speak for blocked and reported. Look, here's here's the thing about Kiwi Farms. There are very few places you can go to on the internet now, like publicly accessible places that aren't discords, and and talk without unfettered conversation. And yes, a lot of their conversations are deeply fucked up. I think it's wrong to dox people. It's obviously wrong to threaten people. But like all of these subreddits have get have gotten shut down. And so where do people m- migrate to? They migrate to Kiwi Farms to this place where they can say whatever the fuck they want and they're not going to get shut down, except that now that they're shut down. Regardless. The, the, dude, 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 this email I got from a Kiwi Farms person, I posted it. Uh, they wrote in to say, quote, the site is perhaps the single most accepting environment of people out there. Once you get past, once you get past the slurs, of course. <laughs> Every time I have to do, do a screen cap of of Kiwi Farms, it's it's mostly slurs. It's, it's Look, crazy the language. I just like the, like obviously their Argo is juvenile. It's immature. These people, I don't know if they are actually like hardened racists and hardened bigots, or if this is just the parlance of their community. It could be. It could be both. It could be both. My point is that Kiwi Farms is not that different from any other social media site. The the doxing obviously is possibly the exception of that. But death threats, rape threats, like just in researching this, this, or this, uh, welcome to Twitter. Yeah. I like just today, I just looked up rape on Twitter. You can find rape threats on Twitter. It does not take that much work to do it. And this idea that this one place should be shut down when every other fucking site does it just bothers me. Regardless, I think that people might be skeptical of Teddy's claims that he's not connected to the site and of Kiwi Farms claims that he's not connected to the site because Kiwi Farms at least has a has good reason to disavow him. And obvi- and these are internet trolls. Like I also think that like number one rule of the internet is don't trust people, don't believe people. You could be being trolled at any given moment. So why should we believe this? 
Yeah, it would be super convenient for people to believe this is Kiwi Farms. Um, but just to try to like steel man this whole thing, we have so many examples of this kid harassing and stalking and becoming obsessed with people online that dated back from like before Keffels even was known to Kiwi Farms. All this behavior is linked to the same online handle and it takes place on Twitter, Discord, YouTube. He hangs out in groups that seem to bully and harass a lot of people to the point where it's part of their core identity. And he just doesn't appear to have any connection to Kiwi Farms. I even, um, I took the address of that poor girl and her full name, which he posted everywhere across multiple platforms. I po- I entered them into Kiwi Farms and there were no hits. Like, I feel like if he was on Kiwi Farms, he would have posted them there. So I guess there's always a chance uh, that stuff could have been deleted, but Overall, Teddy is exactly the sort of person you would expect to pull a stunt like showing up outside the apartment where Caffles and Ellen were staying. Moreover, we have contemporaneous... A loyalist. Exactly. Um, I would just say further bolstering my case, we have contemporaneous posts of Kiwi farmers doxing him and trying to figure out who he is and responding to his pathetic entreaties. And on top of all of this... We know that Teddy already hung out on that other doxing site where Keffels was doxed in late April because his friend Mallory doxed the girl he is stalking there. Like that is indisputable evidence because there was only one person other than Mallory who cared about doxing this girl and it was Teddy and he went to that site to do it. So you can tell a whole start to- Is Mallory actually a girl? I think it's a girl because she always uses the same female name and like female images, but I don't know. You know, you know how Zoomers are about gender. Yeah, people never lie about that on the internet. Well, Zoomers. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, this is just that's not a that uh, like women are obviously terrible in their own particular ways, but this just seems like a very male act to me. I don't know. Like adolescent females are sociopaths. No, absolutely true. Like, none of them wanted but to. None of them it, wanted to date me back then. <laughs> or now. Okay. <laughs> or now. Uh, I've been tweeting at a lot of them. Um, so my yeah, my point is you can tell a whole coherent start to finish story of who this guy was before he became of Keffels, how he became aware of Keffels, why he's mad at Keffels, and the channels he used to try to get other people mad at Keffels, brag about his actions, and so on. You can tell this whole story based on well-documented posts of his and his own claims to me without having to reference Kiwi Farms at all. It's all right there. On top of that, on the other side, his opponent... Um, we have Keffel's motives. We have evidence for why Keffel's would want to ignore this information and keep the focus on Kiwi Farms. She hates Kiwi Farms. They have a very long and very embarrassing thread about her. And she's engaged in a war with the site's very outspoken and often obnoxious founder, Joshua Moon. She's gained a huge amount of clout and media attention and actual real-life money from hashtag drop Kiwi Farms. She's being followed around by a Vice film crew. And on top of that, um, she's being. Fil- yeah, <laughs> I think that might make it easier to spot her as she as she flees, flees for from her life. continent to continent. Yeah, she flees from her fucking life. Uh, on top of all that, she's surely accurate in believing that at least some of the har- harassment thrown at her does emanate from Kiwi Farms, because of course it does. Like she has legitimate right. reasons to be mad at the site and to be fixated on them. But at the end of the day, like it's absolutely insane that no journalist exhibited any curiosity about the one guy who was obsessed enough with Keffels to actually show up at her apartment and post proof that he was there, even as they're writing stories about her life being in danger. Like, it definitely took me many hours to tie up many of the loose ends here, and I didn't fully succeed. 
but it did not take me long to get a basic read on who Teddy was and his very extensive online history. That was like a two-hour task. It also took no time at all to see that no one on Kiwi Farms wanted anything to do with him and that whereas with some of these death threats, they were posted by Kiwi Farms posters, we have no posts by Teddy at all. There's just no sign of him on the actual site. Well, do you think that he's actually dangerous to Keffels or anybody else? Like, on the one hand, he seems a little bit too hapless and sloppy to be dangerous. Um, even just the way he'll just, like, tell me his plans and he just he wants a, a sit-down with Keffels is sort of bizarre. On the other hand, assuming he's telling the truth about the train rides, he's openly admitted to traveling some distance to see Ellen and Keffels in person. Like, it's tricky because there's not... There's a ton of evidence suggesting he's the type of personality you'd expect in someone who would do that. But I wasn't able to get 100% there to like fully link him to the note with a photo of his thumb or some other evidence. Like there was some other stuff he said I couldn't fully get back up for, although not much. But one was the claim that he threw eggs at the apartment. You didn't see any talk of eggs getting thrown at Keffels and Ellen's apartment, right? I didn't. I didn't see anyone mention that that had happened. And and Keffels does seem to broadcast every negative incident um, of harassment. I emailed Keffels and Ellen and asked her a few questions, including whether anyone had heckled them. I also basically just asked like if she'd really called the police on Teddy because I could see why if he's a minor, she would just like pretend to to get him to back off. Um, so do I think Teddy would like take a swing at Keffels if she were still in Ireland? If I had to guess, no, but he seems to be like a wellspring of serious adolescent sadism and the stuff he did to that girl he doxed was awful. So tell me if I'm missing something here, but I just feel like anyone who claims to have shown up at someone's apartment like that and who posts proudly about it on Twitter should probably get a visit from the cops, right? Jesse, I'm in favor of defunding the police, so I can't answer that question, but I will say that it's terrible behavior. It's terrible behavior. Um and I, I should say that I talked to another guy on Discord. I found him because he has a small Twitter account. He used Teddy's full name in a tweet. He was one of the only people on Twitter to do that. And he said that he'd informed the cops about Teddy. So on Discord, this guy told me, quote, yeah, they were a bit funny about it. And I don't think they took it seriously. But I told them where to find his name, general location and picture, all of which were a few pages apart, end quote, meaning a few pages apart on Kiwi Farms. When I asked him if he could prove that he called the cops, he immediately gave me a screenshot from his phone that had the right phone numbers on it, dated August 31st, which uh, which lines up. So technically, the cops have known about this kid for almost two weeks, whether or not Keffels reported him. I'm, Jesse, you still have not answered why we had five fucking seconds for the queen or three oh, seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is really important. The most important thing at all. So basically, at the um, time, I was still hoping Teddy would do the thumb thing or provide me with more information. And I wanted to stay on good terms with him. And he asked, quote, when I said we were doing our first episode on this, may you make a five second memorial at the start for the queen? <laughs> so what you're saying is you give in to terrorists. I, I wanted to stay in his good graces. So I made you do that. And what is a little queen respecting for journalism's sake? You know what? I respect the queen, too. Nice lady. She was great in the crown. Okay, so are we done? Oh, no. There is a final chapter to this tale. Oh, God, Jesse. So we ended up recording this episode in two sessions. When I said it was Monday earlier, I was telling the truth, I swear. But today, Tuesday, I finally decided to get more aggressive with Teddy. To this point, he didn't know I had his Discord account, uh, his Discord handle, since I'd been lurking on his servers as ass, gas, or grass, and there was obviously no way he was going to see through that disguise, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely airtight. So I switched to my rarely used main Discord account with my name on it, and I send him a DM request. He eventually responds, and we have our most in-depth conversation. Now, 
remember that I know this is the same Teddy. I know this is the right Teddy as all these other accounts because I was observing him in the wild before I reached out. Definitely the right guy. At this point, Teddy has already mentioned to me in our Twitter DMs that Keffel's doxed him, although he hasn't given me details of what he means by that. That's the first thing I ask him about. Here's what he says. Keffel's hired someone to dox me. I don't know how they got a hold of my information, but they somehow got it. Then Keffel's has probably reported all of it to the police, but nothing has happened yet. So this sort of addresses that question of the cops. He's just saying they haven't showed up. Okay, gotcha. But did you see Keffel's doxing him? Well, I ask if he has screenshots of Keffel's threatening to dox him because that's what he seems to be saying. He says he has to go to his other account to get those screenshots. But in the meantime, do I have other questions? Before he sends the screenshots, he actually shows me a screen cap of that tweet I showed you earlier where Keffel's tells him what his name is and is like, you're the person who's been outside my apartment. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. So he shows me that tweet and I'm like, oh, okay. So that's your real name. And this was a delicate question. I was going to wait to ask him till I got a lot more info out of him. But he says, yes, that's my name. Okay. So Teddy confirmed that this name, that this is his legal name. And this is the one that Kiwi Farms published when they doxed him, right? That's what he's claiming. Yes. All right. So case closed. It's definitely him. I'm not sure we should trust this guy. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. Like this is a demonstrably dishonest kid who loves to troll people. I ask him if he can send some other confirmation like his school ID. I make it clear to him that he's a minor and my career would be screwed if I used his name on the show. I'm not going to use his name. He gives me the name of the school he attends, but says he's not comfortable sending a photo of his ID. I don't really know what to think about this. Yeah, that's definitely shady. I mean, he shared a bunch of other damning information about him. So why wouldn't he just show you his ID? That's what worries me about all this is is if somehow, you know, this other name is some enemy of these jerks and they want it to come down on him. This would be a way of doing it, maybe with little risk to themselves. But on the other hand, Teddy is not particularly smart in his scheming, right? We've seen he just leaves breadcrumbs about his own activities all over the Internet. Right. Well, he also I mean. Is it possible that he saw Keffel's tweet this name and just adopted it himself, that he wanted the credit for this and because he's seeking attention? It is possible that once his real online handle, Teddy, was linked to this legal name, yes, that he latched onto it. I will say, maybe evidence in the other direction, the real legal name contains a name in his username. So in other words, if you were Katie148 and it got doxxed associated with Katie Herzog, Katie Herzog matches with Katie108 or whatever I just said, right? Uh, Sure, I guess, yeah. Okay, (laughs) I know. I'm incoherent at this point. But his legal name, the legal name associated with him is contained in the, uh, his his username from all over the internet. It would be a lot easier if you would just say the name. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. He's a fucking minor. Albeit, he's a jerk of a minor. minor. Well, that's the other thing. I told him that at one point because I, well, we'll get to that. (laughs) So anyway, uh, you know, he's claiming that Keffel's DM'd him to threaten him to dox him. But he doesn't have that screenshot. He does have that screenshot. Okay. So Katie, in the notes, read this whole exchange, uh, including the screenshot he provides, but obviously leave out the actual names. So this is, this is, I'm leading you in. This is him talking to me. Okay. He says, yeah, let me get them now. Right, that's the screenshots. Keffels knows I'm a minor. He still used it as a threat. And then there's a screenshot that has his name. And it says... I'll that sp- has whose name? Teddy's name. Teddy's supposed and that, name. And that, and who's? this is a screenshot of who talking in Discord? Keffels. This is ca- a screenshot of Keffels talking. Okay, read it. Blank name. I'll spare you from being arrested if you just do one thing. 
blank name, I'll spare you from being arrested if you do just one thing. I respond by saying, Jesus, what is she asking you to do? Katie, when I re- react by saying, Jesus, there's a timestamp. What does that timestamp say? Uh, it says today at 12.53 p.m. What does the timestamp next to the image of <laughs> Keffel's tweet say? Today at 17.52. Okay, so... 1752 is the same time as 1252 in the States. There's a five-hour difference. So this screenshot he sends me is from one minute prior. <laughs> what does that tell us? It tells us that he happened to capture the screenshot of Keffels revealing his name one minute before the current time. That's just an amazing coincidence. <laughs> it's incredible that he he tells me Keffels threaded me. I'm like, can you go get the screenshots? He goes to get the screenshots, and then while he's looking for them, Keffels pops up and threatens him again. I'm not even sure that this is that this is a threat. I'll spare you from being arrested if you just do one thing. That sounds more like blackmail. In case anyone hasn't caught on, this is a completely bullshit faked screenshot. Uh, it's not even a worthy attempt. I was genuinely a little bit insulted. Uh, obviously, when he was like, yeah, I have the screenshots. I need to go get them from my other account. He's either DMing his little buddies to set up fake screenshots or making one himself. Literally anyone on Discord can make a screenshot that looks like this. I mean, Jesse, this guy's obviously a troll. What makes us trust anything that he has said so far? Well, we can trust a lot of stuff about him because it's just stuff that he posted on the internet. Like, is there any question that he docks that girl? I don't know. Assuming that the accounts that you're looking at are indeed his accounts. It's all it's all his accounts because it's the exact same username exhibiting the exact same behavior, including harassing Keffels repeatedly and saying the same weird stuff to Keffels and all the loyalist stuff. So there's a huge amount we know about him. The only stuff I can't trust is stuff he tells me directly. That's the stuff we just don't know. So yeah, when you're talking to this kid, you need to wade through just mountains of bullshit. And this is like particularly pernicious. The idea that Keffels is trying to meet up with him despite knowing he's a minor. He's just sort of like trying to get me to report that, you know, she's a groomer. He says he's worried she's trying to lure him there and he'll, she'll have the feds waiting. Yeah, uh, he needs to go back to troll school. This is uh, unimpressive work. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he like left before he got his master's or, or what his deal is. But Well, he's young. So At this point, I'm still sort of playing like dumb, nice guy. I want to see how far he'll take this. So I continue. I'm like, wow, screenshots. Like, can you give me more screenshots? Uh, Katie, let's role play this next bit. I'll be me and you'll be him. Keep in mind that at this point, I know he's trying to troll me. This is me explaining my request for more screenshots of his interactions with Keffels. Me. I'll just need the fuller context if I'm going to report this. This is a potentially huge story. Thank you for sharing. Like, international news at this point, potentially. (laughs) You asshole. He says, it's saying the screenshot is too powerful. Let me try to compress it. Sorry, lol. The screenshot is too powerful. The screenshot is too powerful. I can't make it through the tubes. At this point, I'm just getting indignant because it's like he really thinks I'm a moron. Fair. I am I am a moron, but he doesn't know, like in much the same way I don't know that's his real name. He can't know I'm a moron. How would he know that? You've spent a thousand hours on this podcast. You are a moron. So I claim to be like, uh, oh, okay, I don't really get tech stuff. Does that mean the file's too big or something? And he's like, yeah, it's too big to send on Discord. Okay, okay, Teddy. Um, but he eventually sends me another laughably dumb fake screenshot. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes for laughs. It doesn't matter, but yeah. Well, he's good at Photoshop. No, no, these aren't Photoshop. These are you you change your account name and you simulate the chat. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Very clever. Yeah, I mean this is sort of the whole thing, right? Like this is what kids in this dumb foodist community love to do. They troll and lie and provoke. 
So I keep up the act and I ask him, um, didn't you post your own name on that doxing site? Like, isn't that where Keffel's got it? Uh, as you remember from earlier, we think that's the earliest place anywhere where his, where Teddy was linked to this legal name. Um, him, he himself provided his name on the doxing website. That's always been the weirdest part of this to me because why would anyone do that? I think and, I and like- Was that all before this started? Yeah, it was before this all started by a long okay. shot. And um, I had like semi-convinced myself it was possible despite how unlikely it seemed just because Teddy came across as so clueless and, and bad at sort of hiding his trail. But but when I ask about this, Teddy's like, no, that wasn't me. Someone was impersonating me on the doxing site. I think they came from Kiwi Farms. Okay, so – but the name is right. So he's saying that somebody else was impersonating him and then leaked his legal name or what might or might not be his legal name. Yeah. He's saying that the person who posted on the doxing site who linked Teddy to his legal name was not him but had the right information. Uh, and I'm like, okay, but whatever the case may be, that's probably where Keffel's probably got it because he's like Keffel's hired someone to get it. I ask him if he's found his full name linked to his account and listed anywhere but on the doxing site in Kiwi Farms. And he says, no, not unless you count Twitter. That's my sense of the situation too. He randomly asks if he can ask me something and he suddenly has a question about my Atlantic article about trans kids because of course, <laughs> of course we couldn't go two long episodes without that coming up. Um, I guess he Googled me. He found someone who was mad at me. He sent me that article. I explained the controversy, blah, blah, blah. Then I asked him about the rumor he took a video from outside Keffel's house and that he uploaded it to his YouTube channel before it disappeared. He says, yes, that was him. I'm like, cool. Why don't you just share that video so I can confirm you were there? He's like, let me re-upload it to my YouTube channel. Three minutes later, don't have the video of me directly outside his house anymore. I must have deleted it out of fear when I thought he was going to contact the police. Sorry. Okay, it, it just seems that he's shady. Like he's insistent about who he is and what he did, but he won't provide you with this, like the actual proof. Yeah, and and the journalist in me is really annoyed because, like, I think this is a really good, interesting story of internet fuckery. But I'd like to put the final nail in it. I'd like to put it to bed, and it would be nice to be like, "Yep, we confirm this is definitely the kid who did the 4chan post." So I sort of start to uh, lose patience at this point. I um I say, referencing the video. Quote, is there any trace of it anywhere you can think of just to prove to me it was there? Then I say, quote, train ticket receipts, fast food, anything showing you went to Belfast. Because he's claiming he went to Belfast multiple times. He responds, oh, I have a bus ticket that I used to get over to him from the part of Belfast I was at. A TransLink day ticket. I'm like, okay, send that. He says, I'll have to wait until I get home. I'm at my nan's for the football, but I defo have a bus ticket. Yeah, sure. I'm, I don't know if I believe Teddy at this point. He never just has stuff on him that you would expect him to have. So I basically run out of patience at this point. I say, actually, can I be totally blunt with you for a minute? That might make sure we're on the same page. He says, sure. I sort of lay my cards down. I say, you seem to really be a Northern Irish loyalist and to follow certain clubs, meaning football clubs, and to be mad at Keffels. And there's an online footprint of that from before any of this started. But... Uh, Teddy, I don't say Teddy, I say Sandal, is also linked to a long history of trolling, including attempting to impersonate people. And you did just try to get me to report on a fake Keffel screenshot. So I'm just not sure what I can and can't believe right now. My operating assumption is that you weren't the 4chan poster because a lot of this doesn't add up, but that you are an online presence who is furious at Keffels. I'm, I'm sort of trying to goad him a little bit because I know he wants me to think he's the 4chan poster. I'm just trying to determine at long last if he has any actual proof of that. He responds, it wasn't a fake shot. I promise to God. I promise on the Protestant faith. <laughs> but did he promise on the queen? 
He did not promise on the queen, but she's dead, so you can't promise on her. Uh, I'm like, dude, it was. Look at the screenshot. That's just the way Discord works with screenshots. I can show you it's the way my device works. I can send you the bus ticket when I get it as soon as I get back. I'm serious. Um, I'm skeptical, and I decide it's time to be more clear about him, but like what I know about him. So I say, in a September 2nd post, Mallory said that Keffels was in the Malagasy Clay Eater server. Do you know what that was about exactly? He immediately is like, how do you know about Mallory? So to be clear, I'm asking this for legitimate reasons, but while it makes me a jerk, I sort of found this gratifying because this kid is trying to get me to publish ridiculously dumb fake screenshots and accuse Keffels of grooming. So it just feels good to flex on him a little, just his reaction of like, wait, how does this guy know who Mallory well, is? Jesse, I'm glad you finally found someone that you can school, a 16-year-old. Is he 16? <laughs> I did. I've been, I've been getting owned on the internet for 10 years. <laughs> Until I met Teddy, I now I get to roast this kid. Take the W. Uh, I ask, uh, I ask if he personally saw Keffels in the server. You remember we have that evidence from Mallory that Keffels sort of popped into the server, right? Well, if it's, ev- I mean, we have Mallory saying that, yeah. We have Mallory saying that, but we have her saying it in like a private channel where it, it, I don't understand why that would be a lie. I, Mallory lies, but I don't think that's a lie. He says yes. She DM'd me through that server, but of course, once again, he can't confirm. He says, quote, the server was deleted. We change servers a lot because of the stuff some of our members do. You mean because you do, idiot. Uh, plus, we cleared the logs at the time, too, in case he was going to get some other people involved, in case Keffels was going to get more people involved. So again, no proof. This one actually makes sense because I, I do think these kids are constantly wiping servers, changing names, etc. Plus, I'm inclined to believe him because if Keffels would publicly tweet at him, is it that much of a stretch that that she would DM him on Discord, especially given how much she enjoys beef and conflict and threatening people? Well, okay, so if we don't know that he is the guy who took the photo out of Keffel's outside of Keffel's apartment, doesn't that change the whole story? No, it doesn't change the story of um, Keffel's believing he's the guy and knowing who he is. Like it's it's actually the exact same story, except for that one detail of whether Teddy is this legal name, is corresponds with this legal name. All the rest of it is, it is the same. So from Keffel's- Well, but he can't prove that he was in Belfast. Right. But from Keffel's perspective, Teddy, aka his redacted name, showed up outside her house. That was her belief as of September 2nd. The record is clear on that. So in other words, like all, all that part of the story is set. Teddy, the online persona, this username that has a long internet history that was implicated in doxing this girl, that we know harassed, Keffels, because we can see the screenshots. That's all real. We know Keffels tweeted at him with what she thought his name was. We think Keffels showed up in the Malagasy Clay Eater server. All that stuff is is true. It happened. The one thing we don't know is whether Teddy is who he claims to be in real life. Okay, well, so did he ever send you a picture of a bus ticket? He did, but he sends me a photo of a bus ticket, but it, like, it doesn't mean anything, and it's from May. Uh, so I'm like, dude, this yeah. is from May. And he's claiming that that's when he started harassing Ellen or like trying to visit her over the flag thing. But this is the first I've heard of him having anything to do with her going back this far. And at the end of the day, this is just obviously super weak evidence and unsatisfactory evidence because it's it's just a a bus pass from Belfast. He could have texted his mate and asked him to send a photo of one. Okay, so does this answer the question of whether or not the the photo came from Kiwi Farms? (laughs) It answers the question of what Keffels did when she thought someone was responsible. Did she look into their internet history? Did she care who they were? 
and whether they were come from Kiwi Farms. And the answer to all those questions seems to be no. She didn't care. She just kept saying it was Kiwi Farms. And no one has presented any evidence linking Kiwi Farms directly to this. And we have one fairly strong suspect, uh, especially in the absence of any other suspects. And did you ask Keffels about this? Did you reach out for comment? To be honest, after Keffels and Ellen didn't respond to me, I, I didn't ping them again. My last conversation with Teddy didn't really reveal any new information that I would need to bounce off them. Like it was the same deal. Because when I emailed them originally, I said, I'm in touch with this kid and he says he did it. And I know you accused him of doing it. Uh, but again, I never heard back from them that time. That's not surprising. <laughs> so I also dispatched Trace to go poke around on Kiwi Farms and see if I missed anything. He had some troubles because they've been like down even on tour. Um, Joshua Moon claims he'll be back up soon. Uh, Trace, who's very good at this sort of research, couldn't really find anything new for what it's worth. I do trust him to know what he's talking about in weird internet cases involving anonymous trolling. And, and here's what he said after I shared my Discord logs with Teddy with him. As far as him not sharing confirmation, that doesn't really surprise me in either scenario. Even for the most careless people in spaces like that, the prospect of personally confirming their real name as tied to their online trolling is a troubling prospect to say the least. Kiwi Farms and Keffels had already mentioned the name at the time, so if it is his name, I could see a world where he suddenly clams up and realizes how much he's been oversharing about everything. After viewing everything, I think there's a decent chance that's his name, mostly because of the Keffels tweet, but wouldn't stake anything important on it. I, I think that's where I'm at, too. I think there's a decent chance, but it's very high stakes to leak someone's online persona to a real name, and um, I could see reasons why he wouldn't want to go that final step of like, you know, a photo of his school idea or whatever. But until he does that, there's always a possibility he's just trying to trick me. Well, I, so I Googled this name in Ireland, and the only evidence I found that this person exists is a, a photo of some school children. But it's, a, it's school, a school for learning the Irish language. So I doubt that's him. Yeah. Now, I will say uh, there was a someone sent me a link to a Belfast phone directory, and there are some people with the last name. I might try to call them just for the hell of it. It would be sort of interesting. And like, just ask, I'll call on Skype because I don't want them to have my phone number. Just like ask for, I don't know. What's wrong with that? It's just funny. It's just the links that you're going to, to verify this fucking teenage trolls information. It's impressive and a little disturbing. It's a little disturbing. Um, Teddy, if you're listening, uh, and I'd like you to, definitely are. I definitely are. Uh, we don't condone what you did, but we'd like to talk to you to explain it and to learn more. And send me a photo of your thumb uh, and write out "Hello Barpod," but do not go anywhere fucking near. Well, you're not going to go anyway because they're gone. But Jesus Christ, chill out, Teddy. That's my message chill out, to Teddy. you. Chill out. If and, you uh, chill, if you chill out and play your cards right, you can become a podcaster someday. <laughs> and. Teddy, when he says thumb, that is not a euphemism. <laughs> when you when we started this podcast during the pandemic, uh, March 2020, did you think we would be directly addressing a loyalist online terrorist who's probably 16 years old? You know, when we started this podcast, I thought we would be dead by now. And honestly, I'm kind of sorry that we're not. I was going to say, it's a fucking <laughs> disappointment how things turned out on that front. <laughs> Well, Jesse, thank you so much for digging into this. You have put an incredible amount of effort into this stupid fucking story. Stupid story. Yeah. And I'm Can sure we... nothing will change. I'm sure that NPR and the Washington Post and the New York Times and every other outlet will continue to report it just like they always have. Yep. But uh, hey, thank you guys for listening and for supporting us. And because of your support, we can just do journalism however we want to do it. 
black we can literally literally defend literal neo-nazi literal terrorist organizations which has always been our style maybe maybe uh blocksandreported.org will become the new kiwi farms oh man that'd be great um anyway as always Tracy Woodgrains provided us with production assistance. I can barely talk. Uh, I also would like to thank Luth. <laughs> Sorry. It, the reason I don't remember his Lex. name because we call him by his his real first name, which he didn't want to use. I'd like to thank Lex for his uh, sleuthing through the dark catacombs of Discord. Katie, I'd like to thank you for being a good listener and a queen respecter. I appreciate that, Jesse. I'd thank you, but I'm not happy with you right now. This is <laughs> <laughs> way too much <laughs> this has been blocked reported i'm jesse single and remember teddy just do a little bit better and i'm katie herzog and also remember no show next week folks jay single 69 is gonna need a vacation